0: Hey y'all, welcome back to laughing out of depression. I just want to start by saying thank you so much for your support. I heavy appreciate y'all. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it with at least three friends. Literally just text it. But before I start each episode, I want to warn you that some of these topics may be triggering to some of you. So if that is the case, please turn this off, reach out to someone you trust or contact the suicide hotline. Speaking up is always a step forward to healing and recovery. Head to the link in my bio for some resources. Okay. So I want to go way back because you were saying about how important it is to have like a good support system. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I learned from Haley was that it doesn't necessarily mean like your support system doesn't have to be like 10, 15 people. It literally could just be like one to three people that are like in your corner, you know? Um, and I think that's so important, but how is it that you kind of like chose your support system or how is it that you like maintain it?
1: So that's so interesting that you say that, that how I chose my support system. I don't, I don't know if I like chose them. Like, I think like your support system is almost like chosen for you. I think that you can choose to take people out of your support system. Like if you feel somebody's being a toxic bitch in your life, talk a little bit more about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've, I've gone through like some, some shit where I feel like, uh, okay. So I, I, I dislike this about myself, but I'm working, I'm working on it. You know, that's all that you can do. Um, that when I hang around people, I kind of, start to act like them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, we start acting like each other. So if I'm around somebody who has a shit work ethic or who acts like with, or has a shitty attitude or like what, you know, like not so great qualities, they'll start rubbing off on me. And I just like, don't like that, but I'm also a really loving person. I'm also, I just like get attached to people, you know, when I care about them and I just want to help them. Um, So it's hard for me to take people out of my life, but if it's harming me to the point where I cannot move forward, you have, like you, I like have to distance yourself in some way or else you cannot grow. You know what I'm saying? So I think, I think that you, you, your support system, they choose you. Like my sisters in my support system, you know, God, God, God for me. She chose me, you know, um, my best friend, we, we met each other in high school and we just like became best friends through through, like hurdling. Like I never expected that to happen. Like it just happens, you know? Um, so I think you can choose. Um, I think you can choose if you want to keep them, but I think ultimately, and this goes back to like the religion a little bit. I, I, for one, am not super religious in, in any, um, like towards any one religion. But I do believe that God literally has a plan, plan, like for all of us, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that every single person that come, you come into contact with is for a reason Then you're going to think I'm, I'm crazy for this. I told somebody this the other day, but I was talking to my best friend and supposedly independent, if you want to believe in this or not, supposedly everyone you meet in like like this life is some or your soul partners or somebody that you like met in a past life or that you were within a
0: past life you know I believe that uh, yeah. it's such a cool concept right so it, so it like is the- but for me it's really hard to understand <laughs> like not hard to understand it's very I I personally do believe that I think that's yes. super crazy but so yeah think think,
1: think like me and my my two best friends or me and my three best friends were all like these cute little young girls but in another life we could have been like scooby-doo shaggy and freddie and velma like you know what i'm saying like yeah we could have been three dudes with five foot long beards chilling in a garage like it's just such a cool thing to think about um totally um tangent again so basically what i'm trying to say is Your support system can be as big as you want, as small as you want, whatever, but make sure it's people who are like genuine, who are going to hold you accountable because your support system, your, your support system isn't supposed to always be nice, you know, Mm -hmm. because if they're nice to you all the time, that means they're not like pushing you to grow at all. Like I need a slap and and a bitch get, get off your ass. Like a lot of the time, you know, and I need a support system that's going to do that. Like
0: get up do your shit yes i so i have a friend that i talk about on the podcast so much but i've never actually introduced her um and i still don't know if I, i'm probably gonna have her on one of the episodes one day but her and i and like so this is actually one of the reasons why i like struggle because i'm like do i want her on because her and i are the complete opposite like we are just she like we both kind of just like are able to like bring each other not down but like we like bring each other like back to reality basically and we're just the complete opposites. and sometimes like we can butt heads but i genuinely feel like she is like my angel on earth in a way and it's so weird because like I met her in grade school. I met her in like maybe 3rd grade or something and I just always thought that she was like this super like weird girl in a way she was like this like Mexican like gothic chick and I was like who are you? <laughs> um and, who are you? Yeah, and like our our parents like our dads became friends and my dad was basically like our parents were basically like well you guys like have to get along so we're like what the fuck okay so then we ended up like getting along and we have literally been inseparable ever since and it's just it's so crazy to me because sometimes i do feel like my dad literally almost like i don't know like he like made that friendship like our our dads like made or created like our friendship in a way and yeah like you
1: didn't choose it you didn't choose it at all yeah i
0: think
1: a lot of times that's when you like create the best relationship or the best support system.
0: Yeah, honestly. And it is, it's, you know, before I used to think that it was so important or I thought that like having all of these people around you, they were like your support system or like they were your friends. But when you grow up, I think that you kind of learn that like, it's not about the quantity. It's always about the quality. Um, Yeah. So it's like keeping your circle small and like not even in like an, not even like trying to be an asshole or anything, but it's so important to like have a good set of people around you. Um, and I don't know if you've ever heard this saying before, but it's, uh, it goes like, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And do you want to Cause ask? You well, yeah, because like that saying... Well, I mean,
1: okay, so this is a little different, but kind of the same concept. Like you, like you are who you hang out with or like your vibe attracts your tribe. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so, so when you, when people see, like, there's people around you who are eating shit, like not doing anything before even meeting you, they're going to be like, this bitch must eat shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I, I've, I've had that happen to me a lot based on people I like used to hang out with. Um. And then it goes on, it goes, it goes on and on like a chain link. The people you hang out with, is, like, is defined by the people who they hang out with, and then the people who they hang out with. You know, because everybody has a circle separate from you. Like, no matter what.
0: Yes, that's very um, yes.
1: Yeah. So definitely okay. You go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, no, that's just honestly. Before, I never. I guess like when I was like in high school, I never really thought about that. But I don't think it was until like early college that I started to realize that that really did matter. Just like who you had around you um, plays such a huge role in the way that you move as a person, even because it's like how you were saying earlier. um you know, when you would hang out with people that were like less motivated or didn't like weren't as ambitious as you, you know, it almost like they're holding you back. And it's so fucking true. Like you do not have to be like the people that you hang around with. And if they are not bringing anything positive into your life, like you don't need to have them. Like you just like you move on. And I know a lot of people struggle with letting go because that is, I know I struggle with letting go. Um, but it's, it's so important and it does, it hurts, but it is always a great step to just moving forward in your life and making, making yourself better.
1: Right. Yeah. You want people who will fan your flame, not spit on it and shit on it.
0: (laughs) Yes. There you go. I had never heard that one.
1: I I mean, I I heard the first part from Will Smith. I made the second part up because you don't want people to do that.
0: Yeah. So what are, okay, so question for you. What have been some of the most like uh, mentally challenging hurdles that you've gone through?
1: So, okay, so yeah, let's get deep. Okay, I'm down. Um, (laughs) I share share this story a lot because it was really hard for me. Um, But I know that sharing it, could possibly help other people. Yeah. So I have just always put stupid amount of pressure on myself for no reason, because my mom's always been super chill. Like I've always got straight A's and whatever, like without people having to tell me at all, my mom's always been like, no, you got to be like, you're not perfect. You're fine. And I would always be like, I gotta be like, lock myself in the bathroom, you know, stupid, crazy shit. Um, but uh, so yeah, I've always put a crazy amount of pressure on myself with, with track, with athletics, with jobs, with whatever. Like I always have just wanted to be the best. And I didn't realize that when I was younger, all of the stuff that I was feeling was just like crazy, ridiculous amounts of anxiety, just like pushed upon me. Like in every single thing that I would do, like my heart would race fast. I would get like sweaty. I would just feel like shit about myself like really, really bad. And I always just thought it was like nerves or something, which I mean, totally that too, but I just chalked it up to being nerves or fear or who knows. And it wasn't until I got to college, because I mean, I guess that's when everyone has their awakening, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that I realized like, shit, I, I think I'm like an anxious, depressed person. And I never knew, like, I always thought it was like weak if I would ever, ever say I was like, I had anxiety or I was depressed or, or crying in front of people. Like, I think I said this the other day, but I didn't even start crying in front of people until like a couple of years ago. Like I thought, I literally thought if you cried in front of people, it was like the end of the world. Like you're, you're a weak bitch and no one's going to take you seriously when it's like tears actually show strength, like 100%.
0: Yeah. Vulnerability is um, hard.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Vul- this word vulnerability. Um, shows a lot of strength um if you like if you've ever been in a relationship where like a dude or a girl can't show their emotions it's because they're afraid you know yeah. what I'm saying um so I realized that I was like in a depressive like state like I couldn't even go out of my house at, at one point like it just was like a acu- accumulation over like the the 20 years that I was living on this earth of like anxiety and depression and all of the shit that I was putting on my on my own shoulders and there, they got to a point where like my friends would ask me to go out and I'd say no and I'd stay home and like cry in my room and like rock in like the fetal position and I'd just say to myself like, why why is this happening? Like I literally had no idea. I was like, why am I so sad? Like, why am I even crying? There's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing in this world like causing me harm like to cry about, like what, what the fuck is wrong with me? I was like, I was just like, I don't know what's wrong with me, you know? And so um, it got to a point where um, I would like self-harm and I I would like punch myself in the face. I know that's kind of like different. I don't know if a lot of people like even do that. I never heard of it before I did it. Um, And so the first time I did it, I gave myself like a huge black eye and I was like, I probably should like go talk to somebody. And I'm glad I like figured it out myself and I realized it and I set up an appointment with one of the counselors at my school and like I went to go see her but before that like I really really couldn't figure it out and I had friends who were like I think that you should talk to somebody like you like even though I'm here for you and I want to talk to you like I think you need someone to give you some skills or like help like you really like should talk to somebody and you know at first I was like I don't need to talk to a fucking stranger. Like they don't know me, you know, like just really defensive. I was like, what are they going to do for me? They don't know me at all. They don't care about me. They don't know me. How could they possibly give me any help that would like help me? Like if they don't care about me, you know, I thought, I thought someone had to like know you your whole life to give you advice, to help you. (laughs) It's just not true. Um, so I started going seeing her going to see her and dude, it turned, it turned my life around. Like first of all she was really awesome so you got to find somebody who you like mesh with who you like bond like go well with um, and I ended up like graduating like therapy obviously you can go back whenever you want but I graduated after like two years she was like I don't think I need to see you anymore and she just gave me like coping mechanisms and and ways to like help myself and obviously I still have some like ups and downs and lapses and everything like that I'm human I know but but it was a really like dark time. Like when I couldn't figure it out in my own brain, it was really stressful.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. And that's, I'm super, super proud of you for being able to like seek help. You know um, I know that it's not easy. And like, I always say like asking for help and seeking it is always like the first step to recovery um, into healing so I commend you for doing that yourself um, and I'm super proud of you and I'm just so happy that you're here and you are so much better and healthier. Um, but one of the things that you brought up that I thought were so interesting was, um, was when you said that you're like how can why would I go to a stranger like why would I go to a therapist if like they don't even know me like how could they help me if they don't know me and I think that holds a lot of people back from actually going to therapy Um, because you know like a lot of people do get super defensive even if you're like yo like maybe you should go like if you like Tell a friend, you know, like maybe you should like ask a professional or like go check one out, you know. Um, but how is it like what I guess what convinced you to go? Like what made you take that step into actually going if you were so um if you were so defensive about it? Yeah, so it was it was like a
1: long process. I know like when I told my story, I kind of told it like nonchalant. Definitely a big deal. Definitely not something that's um like light, lighthearted or anything, but I've I've just like talked to people about it so much, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it took a lot of self-talk and I think I honestly just got to the point where I didn't know what else to do. Like I had no idea. Um, I got to the point where a couple of times actually, where I, I thought about like taking my own life, you know what I'm saying? But I knew, I, I just like knew, even though, I was like, this could be like the easy way out. I just knew 100% like in the back of my mind that I just didn't want to die. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted it to be better. So I was like, this is like the last thing I could possibly do besides like getting into drugs and like ruining my life. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, so I actually had a friend, one of my friends who was trying to get me go to go talk to somebody. She was like, look, I started talking to one of the counselors here at school You obviously don't have to do anything, but if you wanted me to like talk to her for you or you wanted like her email to set up an appointment, she's really amazing. She's been awesome for me. And I think that you would like her a lot too. So I think just that knowing like a friend of mine really liked her and was recommending her, that made me feel a lot better about it. I know not everybody would have the same circumstance, but like if you have a friend who's like seeing somebody or you know of a friend who is seeing a counselor or a therapist or something, you can ask them and get like recommendations or see how they like somebody if they're in your same area, because that felt, that made me feel a lot better about going to see them.
0: That's awesome. And, uh, I always have so many friends that like text me and, you know, ask me like, where should they go? Or if I know anyone that would like be good for them. Um, And you can find some resources in the bio. So it's going to be in the bio of this episode and then also in just like the Laughing Out of Depression um, podcast bio it'll be in. So if you ever need, um, if you're ever looking for any resources or like therapists, go check out the bio um, and you can find some there because it is... You know, when it comes to therapy, it's so important to find people that you are comfortable with. And sometimes it could be very uncomfortable, like we said, to like say no sometimes, but we have to do it. And when it comes to therapy, like you have to, like, if you are not vibing with your therapist, it's a no. Like, and it's okay to switch therapists also. And for anyone that is in college right now or is in university, um, Check out the resources that you have available at school. So I didn't know that my university offered like a few like free sessions, um, and I wish I would have taken advantage of it. But I kind of found about I found out about it late. Um, but if you if you need therapy, check out um, the resources that are available to you in school as well, and those could be great use to you um, too.
1: No, that's super true because that's another thing. I didn't even think about that because I know a lot of people don't go because of how expensive it can be sometimes. And the reason why it was so – it made it easier for me was because my school offered 12 free sessions. So I was like, shoot.
0: That's so it's awesome. not like
1: just like a one and done thing. Like I can go to this lady for like months and like figure my shit out, like for real. Yeah. And a- another thing that helped me like to go is that like counselors and therapists are like the closest thing you can get to like a human journal. Like you like that's so funny to think about, but they're literally paid to listen to you give you advice. And it, it's illegal for them to, to tell anybody the shit that you're telling them. Yeah. So that just made me feel good because I was having like a lot of trust issues. I was like, I just felt I was telling people things and it would get out and like, they'd tell other people. And I just felt like I couldn't tell anybody anything. So I was really closed off. And I was like, I could literally tell this lady anything about my life. And she is sworn to secrecy. Like I pay her not to tell anybody anything so that made me feel good too
0: with my therapist like I work you know like I I vent say whatever I have to say and then like we work through it and we move forward you know and then it's just it like feels it just feels good sometimes like in I've caught myself also like going to therapy sometimes and like all I do is vent and it's just like such a like Like weight off your shoulders you know it's just like it's nice because they're also like you don't have to worry about them like judging you or anything uh, because it's definitely not their job to judge you their job is to help you um, lead a better life for yourself Mm -hmm. so yeah that's honestly super awesome and I'm so happy that you are here I appreciate you so much what have been what are some of the things that you learn in therapy that have been just extremely helpful for you
1: um, uh, so these are kind of things like I knew before. So here's the thing you, I'm the kind of person who like knows a lot of shit, but sometimes just doesn't do it. I know there's a lot of people like that, like, you yeah. know what to do, but you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew a lot of the tips, like she was already giving me, but it prompted me more to actually like put them into action. Cause she like gave me like quote unquote, like homework, you know what I'm saying? She's like, I want you to go home and, and do this and do that. You know, um. So I started getting into meditation a lot more and like, uh, cue phrases. Like whenever I felt myself getting anxious, I like say a phrase in my head and would kind of bring me down a little bit. You know, um, I got into journaling a lot more. I got into like writing letters to myself, just like little activities that you already know you can do, but you wait until someone, a professional tells you to do them, to do them, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I mean, I really hope that, you know, whoever is listening to this podcast can really benefit from it because um, I also think, like, when it comes to therapy, so many people think that, like, what we learn in therapy is, like, so different to the things that you can do on your own, you know? And it's like so many of the things that we do, um, learn in therapy, like it's not brain science, you know, like you literally like it, they are things that are just like super simple and it's just like being disciplined enough and wanting to make yourself better to do them, you know, because it's like, like you said, you know, like meditating helped you, um, meditating has helped you. Journaling has helped you. And then what else was it? Um, you acute uh, A cute raisins. What are those? So, oh,
1: you're going to love this. So, uh, I have this with one of my friends that I actually made it up because I learned it from a video I saw and I started doing it with her. Will Smith, if you haven't watched Will Smith, he's awesome. So he was talking about this story of basically just not being present in your moment. And like one night he, he, or the day, the next day he was going to go skydiving and he was like shitting his pants about it, like freaking out, like the whole night he was awake, just like rocking in his bed, freaking out about it, just like thinking about how afraid he was. And then he gets to the plane the next day, he's trying to think of all these reasons to not get on this plane, like to not get on the plane, Um, like making excuses. He finally gets on the plane and he's been freaking out this whole time, causing himself so much stress and anxiety and he jumps off the plane, he said there's this moment of like pure bliss, and that he spent his entire 24 hours before freaking himself out about it when he could have been like waiting until like the actual moment you know what i'm saying like he was safe in his bed snuggled up in his blankets freaking himself out about a plane that he wasn't even on yet so yeah. a kind of an example of of that of like a cue phrase that i have with my friend is like when she's freaking out about like a track meet that's two weeks away, like not even close. I'm like, girl, you're, you're not on the plane yet. Like, that's a cue. Like you tell yourself, Mm -hmm. like, if you're freaking out in a moment about something that's like a week away, I'm not on the plane yet. Oh yeah. I'm not on the plane. I'm literally in my living room, like completely fine. This meet is two weeks away. So you know what I'm saying? It's just something that kind of brings you down when you're like freaking yourself out about something.
0: That's really really cool. That's actually really great advice because um, I definitely have had to catch myself a few times where like I like I I'm a very like stressed person. Like I literally stress out about like nothing. Um, I could I could be stressed out about being stressed out. Like that's just how like dumb it is. <laughs> um, but. Like I almost like I have to remind me like in with this podcast it has I have had to grow so much from it because like if something doesn't go right I can't freak out like I literally I just have to figure it out you know and it's like if you freak out like you're just gonna overwhelm yourself even more and if I stress out about something too much like I'm straight up gonna have like an anxiety attack like that's just that's just how I know I am. And I was like, I don't like my anxiety attacks. And if I know that I can prevent it from happening, like I technically have to like cue myself, you know, like it's like, all right, Hannah, you are stressed. Like this, you know, like this just happened. You have to figure it out and you can't allow yourself to get like more overwhelmed by it because then it'll only provoke an anxiety attack. So that's like almost the way that I like, see it, you know? Like, it's just, like, you have to, like, stop yourself and be, like, like, don't freak out just yet. Like, calm down, you know? <laughs> right.
1: No, totally. And it's, like, so much, like, it's so easier said than done. Like, obviously, yeah. we both know. Um, I saw this post that, like, put so much into perspective. Obviously, I know it's more complicated than this, just, like, mental health and brain health and everything. But um, <clears throat> I – It makes a lot of sense that when you're anxious, it's because you're living in the future. You know, when you're depressed, it's because you're living in the past. But when you're living in the present, that's when you're at the most peace. And I think like when we're getting so anxious or like we're getting depressed about things, it's because we're not living in like our direct moment, like where we are. And I mean, that has a lot to do with like the cue phrase that I just talked about too. But you can literally practice anything and your whole life, like you can practice self-love. You can practice positivity, things that don't seem like tangible. You can like fucking practice them. It's like crazy. And I never even thought about that. I just thought practice was for like sports. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like what yeah. kind of brain did I have? I have no idea. Um, but being in the moment is something that you can practice.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and there's like,
1: there's like activities for it. Like I do them with my team all the time, but you can practice being in the moment. And that also helps with anxiety and depression and things. And it's helped me so much. So much.
0: Yeah. And it's also like, um, it's something that Haley and I also talked about in the last episode, but it's like training yourself, like training your brain um, because you get stuck in like these really like stressful moments or like you get really depressed or you get really anxious but there are techniques that you can use in your life to like not feel that way or like react differently, you know? Um, but it, it is like, it, it really is easier said than done. Um, but at the same time, like it's not impossible to do. Right. Absolutely. You know? So the last question that I want to end it with is my very favorite question that I've been asking everybody lately. Um, And it goes, if you could give a piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be?
1: Okay, I feel like this is kind of easy for me. (laughs) Maybe because because I am so hard on myself, you know, it's a a blessing and a curse. But I think that my younger self was an idiot. I probably a lot of us think that uh, she was naive, ignorant, all those things. So I would just tell her, like, honestly, don't take shit too seriously. Like, you're taking everything so seriously, and you're literally, like, 12 years old. Girl, like, draw something. What is wrong with you? No, but for real, I would tell her, don't don't take things too seriously, because I feel if you do everything in your power to, like, work, like, do your best in everything not get so, not get so down on yourself, not be so hard on yourself. Like everything will play out the way it's supposed to be. So why shoot yourself about it now? You know, it's all going to play out.
0: I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that. And it is very true. It's so important to um, live in the present and not force things that are out of your control. Because at the end of the day, like, I know it sucks to hear sometimes, but like, your world and like your future is already chosen for you, you know, like it's already, you're almost like destined to do something, you know? So it's like, as much as whatever it is that you want to control, you're not in control of. And I'm so sorry. And I know it's hard to hear because same, <laughs> but you know, um, but it's just, it's really important to live in the present, you know, and not stress right. yourself out so much. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, shoot thanks for having thanks for bringing me onto your podcast
0: oh my god you're welcome i'm so happy that you were here and um it just it was really cool to know more about you i am still so mind blown that you were only 23 like i genuinely can't <laughs> believe it i i swear to god yeah, I, I thought you were older.
1: You I thought, yeah, I can't believe you thought I was 27.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I genuinely did. I was like, yeah, that's so crazy. But honestly, it's super cool. I mean, you are just a really cool person. And um, you're just like so simple and like sweet and, you know, and just like super outgoing and like you have really good energy. So I appreciate that about you. you. Yes.
1: And I mean, I got the same thing from you, obviously, because I only vibe with people with good energy, you know what (laughs) I'm saying?
0: I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Please go follow the podcast on Instagram, laughing out of depression. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you can get updates whenever a new episode drops. Also support La Raza and go share it with your friends. And that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you all so much for making me a part of your day. Just a reminder, I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I intend to be one. I speak solely out of my own experiences. I am literally just a 24-year-old unemployed Chicagoan living in my parents' house with a marketing degree. So if you or anyone you know needs help, please go to the link in my bio for some resources, sending you all so much peace and positive energies. We'll oh,